You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 320 with Crystal Fry. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Crystal on the show. This is the Tuesday after Christmas, so I hope you had a Merry Christmas and everything went smoothly and not too crazy. Um, I wanted to have Crystal on for this week because as we go into the new year, I feel like we all are coming up with New Year's resolutions. Maybe you come up with a word of the year. Maybe you're just trying to figure out what you want 2023 to look like. And so I think what I decided to do going into January um, is talking about things that scare us you know, taking that leap of faith. What are the things that you're holding back on? And they can be small things. They can be big things. But what is it that you find that you're digging your feet in and you're just kind of like, I don't want to do it. But in the back of your head, you're kind of like, I know I need to do it. And so I want to do a few episodes uh, talking about that. And it can be on multiple topics. It doesn't just have to be a certain topic. I know I talk a lot about weight and, um, and with everybody going into the new year, you're going to get bombarded with that. I'm all about coaching women on weight loss and keeping it off, but it's more than that. It's more than just the weight. The reason why I focus on the weight is because so many women who have weight issues, they have spent so many years spending time thinking about food, thinking about losing weight, macros, calories, what they're going to eat next, that they haven't left any room on what they really want to do with their life. And sometimes when I ask my clients these questions, like, what do you think you want? Like, what is the big picture? They have no idea because they have been so focused on the weight loss and the food. And so it might be something else for you. It might be perfection. It might be, I don't know, time management, whatever that thing is that kind of like takes up all that space and you kind of use it to buffer from doing the things that you really want to do or the things that you're scared to do, that's what I'm going to be talking about um, going into the new year. So with Crystal, I wanted her to come on because she's going to talk about taking that leap of faith. She's a Christian, so she believed that the Lord was saying, it's time to leave your job. And she didn't have a job to jump into. So this is what I mean. Like talk about scary. And she was the breadwinner. And so I want you to just hear her story. I want you to be encouraged. I'm not saying you have to go quit your job, but I want you to think about what is that thing that sits there in your heart or in your mind that you don't want anyone to know that you kind of are like, I wish I could do this. I wish I was brave enough to do this. I feel a little tug. Maybe you feel the Holy Spirit talking to you and saying, I want you to do this. And you're like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm too scared. There's too much fear. I'm not brave enough whatever that is. If you don't have that, I want you to listen to this episode and I want you to reflect after and think about, does anything come up that you find that you push down before it can even bubble up? Because you're so scared. They're like, no, 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 that can't be it. I want you to just let that sit there. Okay. So you may be like, I don't know. I don't have any of this. This doesn't like this. This doesn't mean anything to me. I want you to listen to this message. I want you to listen to this episode and I want you to just think, is anything coming up and you have trained yourself to push it down and I want you to sit with it. And then going into the new year in the next couple episodes, I want you to bring that topic to when you're listening to me talk and apply that topic that you're pushing down, that fear to what I'm saying. 
I believe in 2023, we can go after great things and that we don't have to be scared. And all we have to do is take one step forward. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it encourages you. If you know someone who is having that fear and they're, uh, they're afraid to like take that next step, make sure to share this episode with them. All right. I hope you guys enjoy. Crystal, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Amber, it is such a pleasure, such a joy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, Crystal. So I like to ask icebreakers to start off the show. And I always love to leave my listeners uh, more inspired than when they started listening. Um, So I like to ask the question, what is one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self? Uh, I love this question. And I really, really wish I could go back and tell my younger self this. Don't believe the BS. You Mm. are without doubt enough. I love that. So what do you think when you think about like the no, like, you know, not believe in the BS, like, what do you think? Did that come from like an outside, um, you know, perspective, like people talking to you, or do you feel like that was more just on you that you didn't think you were enough? You know, as I have gone back and really done the inside work and reflected on this and, you know, dig through all of the, um, dig through and wade through all of the muck and the mud, it really turned out to be me. Mm, yeah. Now, I'm sure that I was absorbing things, you know, in my environment and all of those things. And, you know, seeing, you know, we we take in what we see around us when we're small at face value. We don't really know how to process it because, you know, we're not there yet. Right. But so much of it was me And it was because I needed to make people happy in order Mm. for me to feel like I was worth something, like I had value. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to ask you, um, do you feel like what, at what point that really kind of turned for you that you kind of were like, I like, you don't need to believe the the BS you are enough. Like when did that finally kind of click for you? So I am 40. Mm -hmm. And that didn't click for me until about five years ago. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like if you didn't grow up like in that, I feel like my children, especially because I got certified as a life coach, there's a lot of mental thought work, all that mindset stuff that come with that. And, um, and even that, you know, they're still going to have to go to counseling and all that because they're raised by a human mother and father. (laughs) And, but (laughs) But I would like to think that they get a little bit of a leg up, you know, because of all the things that I had to learn that I can kind of just instill into them um, so that they're ahead of where I I was. So, you know, maybe they they really feel that way sooner of trying to figure that out, you know, but we still live in live in Earth and, you know, it's not perfect. So they're still going to go up against things even even with the best mindset, because like I said, we're human. Uh, so yeah, I totally, I totally get that. And, and I know that you're kind of saying it like, oh gosh, like 35. Right. But I mean, there's some people who spend their whole life not even figuring it out, you know, and, and they die not thinking that they were good enough. And you know what that is, you are exactly right. And on both points, one, because I, I also have children and, um, mine are a little bit older, but Mm -hmm. I have spent, as I learned all of this stuff about me, I 
looked at my kids and was like, oh, no, you know, like I can't let you go through the same thing that I went through. So let me go ahead and pour this into you right now so that you can understand that, you know, you were created wonderfully and incredibly and you are enough just as you are. Like you have a a beautiful purpose and a beautiful, you know, something that you only you can contribute to this world. And and I wish that I had known that because I spent so much time trying to be like all of these things, right? Trying to look a certain way or sound a certain way or not sound a certain way. My big thing was let's just be quiet because I was too big for people. Um, my personality was too big for people. Mm. And so I really taught myself how to shrink back so that I would not, um, you know, like upset the balance. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was such a disservice to myself. And yes, great. Thankfully, I'm not in that place now, but I was created to be the big, happy, smiley, bubbly, like we just met and you're my best friend. Come here and give me a hug. You know, like mm, that's who yeah. I am. Yep. And I held that back so much. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, because I was afraid that people wouldn't like me if I was loud. And, oh yeah, I, I get that. Yes. Well, I, I want to keep talking about this, but let's introduce you. So let's tell, tell us your, your full name and where you live and how many kids you have. Absolutely. My name is Crystal Fry and I live in South Carolina. Um, I have been married for 20 years and I have two incredible, wonderful children, um, both boys. Uh, they are ages 21 and 15. So like I said, my kids are a yeah, little bit older, older. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, but I was lucky enough to find my husband early in yep. life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so I spent a a productive 13 year in corporate America. And Mm. then, um, came to the end of that when I felt the unmistakable calling of you don't belong here anymore, um, Mm. which was very scary. Uh, but I knew that God was calling me to do something else and that I had served my purpose and my corporate position and that he needed me to come out of that so that we could work on the next, on the next chapter. Yeah, I love that. Well, that ties into, um, I was going to talk to you about like how you got to where you are today. So you kind of just summed that up pretty quickly, but do you want to dive into it a little bit more uh, detail with, you know, how did you get to what you are doing and kind of explain what you are uh, doing it? And then we'll go into the interview once you um, share that with us. Absolutely. So I am a podcast host. I have a podcast. It's called A Walk Through the Word, Daily Bread with Crystal Fry. And I have also written a book. Um, And I did a little bit of coaching. Um, I'm not doing that right at this moment, because again, this this shift um, pulled me out of really, it was really a, a space where I needed to be by myself, if that makes sense. It kind of just needed to be me and God. Um, And so, uh, like I said, I had this 13-year career and I started, you know, at an entry-level position and I worked hard and I, you know, did all of the things and I worked myself up into being um, part of the senior management team when I, when I left. And, and I learned so much and I grew so much during that time and it was a beautiful experience. But when I got to the towards the end of that, everything became difficult. Mm. And like every place I turned, there was a roadblock or there was just a wall. Um, 
And what do you mean? Like in your career? What, yeah. what exactly? Do, okay. So do you mean like if you were to try to advance to another level that you felt like it was getting blocked or were you describing something different? No, you're, that is definitely part of it. Mm. Um, my last promotion was such a challenge. Mm. Um, and and for no real apparent reason. Um, but it was, it seemed like it was just such a challenge. And, and so that was, that was one disheartening and discouraging, but as I, you know, I was in charge of, of doing marketing and communications and several other things. And I would come with different thoughts and ideas and they would, you know, just be like blocked or, you Mm. know, we would, look at the way that we were doing something and decide maybe there, you know, we need to go in a different direction and it would just be blocked. And so, you know, I kind of started to get the feeling like, okay, I don't understand what's going on. And I got very, very frustrated. My stress level was really high. Um, so much so that like my hair started to fall out. Um, we were going through, um, a big, uh, merger acquisition. I mean, there was just, there was a ton of stuff going on. There was a lot of uncertainty and I just felt God telling me, you know, Crystal, you're, you're done here. Like it's time, it's time to move on. Wow. And I struggled with that so much because I was like, well, okay, well, what do you want me to do? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't tell me that he just said, it's time for you to go. And I'm a person who, um, who definitely thrives in a, uh, an environment of stability and certainty. And so I was just kind of like, um, yeah, we're going to hold off on that. And I actually waited like six months until I, to put in my resignation. So, um, I'm going to talk about that really quick. Okay. Yeah. please. So I get that wanting the stability and all that stuff and not taking that step because that feels so scary and kind of irresponsible, right? It feels that way. Um, and that you waited six months. So now looking back, do you feel like, oh yes, I should have moved quicker on that. And you can see how you dragged your feet and you weren't trusting, or do you feel like, no, it was okay that it, it, it went six months. I feel like the timing on that was actually perfect. Mm. Um, and the reason why is because, so I, I got the very distinct feeling that it was time for me to go. And I even went so far as writing my resignation letter and I didn't submit it or anything, but I, I wrote it down because I felt strongly that I needed to do that. And then I just kind of sat on it. And I mm. continued to get this feeling that, you know, it's time to go. It's time to go. You need to close up, you know. And, but my husband wasn't yet on board. Right. To lose and an income. <laughs> exactly. To, yeah. to lose, yeah, to lose an income. And, you know, what are we going to do about that? You know, like, mm-hmm. what's what's the game plan? What's the contingency? And when I answered, I don't really have one. I mean, you know. <laughs> And, and so we came down to, um, what the deciding factor I was, it was a Monday and I was off of work. I was supposed to be off work. I was scheduled off. Um, and my husband was at home and I got called into an early morning meeting on my day off. And yeah, that's it was a meeting. Yeah. (laughs) It was a meeting that I actually did not need to be in. Um, 
Yeah. They could have handled it without me or they could have waited until the next day. Like I was literally going back to work the next day. So they could have it. it, Yeah. But so I, I talked to my husband afterwards and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Mm. It's like my, the way I feel right now, I am going to give myself a stress induced heart attack because I am so angry right now and I am so frustrated and I do not feel valued and no one seems to be listening and I just don't know what else to do. And he looked at me and he said, babe, if you've already made up your mind that it's time to go, then it's time to go. Mm. Put your notice in, don't wait and let's go. We'll figure it out. Mm. And that was what I needed to hear. Wow. Yeah. And then when did you quit from that point? Two weeks later. Okay. So you put your resignation <laughs> in event for two weeks, right? Yeah. Well, I think it was probably about 15 days. I think okay. I put my resignation in like in the middle of the month and, mm. and my last day was was the final day of that month. And I, you know, spent that time closing everything up and passing sure. everything off and, you know, making everything nice and tidy. But um, I walked away feeling like I had absolutely made the right decision and that in that It was absolutely the right time for me to go. Do you feel like you can achieve so much in life, but your weight loss? Maybe you feel like you're stuck and you want to leave counting calories and dieting behind, or maybe you find yourself spending so much energy thinking about how to lose weight, what to eat, and even can you keep this off if you get to goal? I know for me, that was the case before 2019 when I lost over 50 pounds and I kept it off. And I want to help you lose weight the way that I did it. I want to help you figure out why is the weight a symptom for something else going on in your life? Because did you know that the weight gain is not usually based off of hunger issues? It's usually because you're not fulfilled in other areas of your life. So we go for food because it's a quick dopamine hit or a quick fix. So if you want to figure out how to live life without worrying about going to a party or going on vacation or staying in other people's homes without gaining weight, then this session is for you. How it works is you jump on a 30 minute coaching session with me. We come up with a plan right then and there so you can implement it the moment we get off our Zoom call. If you decide that you want to work that plan with me and have that weekly accountability for several months and dive deep to figure out what is really holding you back, we can do that too. But there is no pressure to do that. If you just want to jump on and chat with me and get your plan, that is a-okay. These mini coaching sessions are my way to give back to you guys. So I hope you take advantage of it. So if you're interested in more details, you can DM me at Living. Or if you know this is something you really have been wanting to do, but you've just been sitting on the fence, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching and grab a day and time that works for you. If you can't find a day or time that works for you, you can email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com or message me at mominspiredliving, whatever works best for you. This will all be in the show notes so that if you forget what I just said, go to the show notes and you'll get all that information. I can't wait to chat. Now let's get back to the show. I want to ask you a question. So for people who are kind of like, what does she mean that God was kind of telling her that she should leave? Like, did he whisper that to her in her ear? Like, does she have a dream? Like, you know, what does that look like for you? Because I think for some people, that's really hard to grasp that it's really God, right? Like, how is it not just your subconscious telling you because you know how stressed you are, right? So when you say that, like, how did that look like and feel um, that you kind of were like, this isn't just from me, that this is, you know, from the Lord? I love that question so much. So 
It's it's it was a number of things actually. Um, one, there was this overwhelming feeling, um, just this urge, just this ah, this doesn't feel good anymore. You know, my environment, um, I struggled to be motivated with what I was doing. I struggled in my focus. But then I also heard it's time to go. And and I'm I'm in I'm in regular contact with God. Um, I talk to him all day long, and um, sometimes he talks back to me. But in addition to that, and to just my relationship with him and feeling very strongly that it was him pushing me out, there were the external factors that I was seeing as well. The fact that every every attempt was being blocked. You know, everything everything got really hard for no apparent reason. Mm. And I also had um, a very, very trusted, um, my coach, my, uh, just a woman who is so near and dear to me, I, I can't even explain it. God created her just for me. Um, you know, like she's, I she is yeah. my person Aww. and I talked to her and she knew my situation. Right. Um, we actually met professionally years and years ago. So she knew the company. She knew the people. She was very familiar with the situation and my progress, you know, my ongoing, um, everything that was happening there. And she is the one who I had been doing all of this inner work with to dig up all of these limiting beliefs and, you know, get rid of them and, you know, all of that stuff. She was the person that I was working on all of that with. And so she knew me inside and out, so to speak. And when I took this to her, I told her, I said, I just really feel like this. And she prayed with me and she, you know, she, she and I both felt very strongly that it was the Lord leading me out of that place and into what he had for me next. So it wasn't just like a one-time thought, you know, like, oh, I think I'll quit my job today. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. There was a lot more involved, um, a lot more involved because I'm also the kind of person who wants to make double sure. Like, I'm like, oh, God, if that's you, could you say it again? Mm -hmm. Because I I don't want to misunderstand you. I get that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wanted to, okay, so I wanted to kind of circle back in regards to you, you're getting this and, you know, you're, you're getting this message of like, okay, this is what needs to happen and things are getting really hard and for no reason. So in your mind, you're, he's not giving you something else to go to. It's kind of like you're stopping to do nothing, right? Like, I mean, there wasn't anything obvious. It wasn't like, oh, this job, this other job presented itself, right? So what was your thoughts about that since you had worked at this place for 13 years? So I, at first I thought, well, maybe, maybe I'm supposed to do, um, you know, I had been doing a little bit of coaching with women, um, cause I had gotten to a point where I was, um, I had healed enough and I was confident enough in my ability to help others that I could then take my experience and turn around and help them in the areas of, you know, confidence, limiting beliefs, all, all of these things, imposter syndrome, you know, all, all, right. all the things that women struggle with so much. And so I had a client at the time and I was like, well, you know, okay, well maybe then maybe it's this, you know, God, if you don't want me to be in corporate anymore, and then maybe you want me to spend more time, you know, building my coaching practice and, you know, whatever else maybe comes along, I guess. 
Um, and so I, I really kind of felt like it was going to be coaching. Mm. And, and so when I, I left my job in, um, at the end of April in, uh, 2021 and I didn't pick up any more coaching clients and I was like, all right, well, God, um, you know, we, I don't understand you know, again. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, right. you told me to leave and I left. And so what's next? Like nobody, nobody wants to hire me as a coach. Um, all right, cool. So what am I supposed to do? And in September, and, and I can back up a little bit and say that for the first couple of months after I left my job, um, I, I had a, a, it's not a difficult transition. It was just unexpected. Um, for like two months after I left, I went through like a decompression period. Yeah. Where right. I didn't really want to do anything. Mm, you were just kind of done. Yes. Like mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm so depleted. I didn't yeah. realize how depleted I was sure. until I didn't have to be, you know, on yeah. for the job. Right. So, um, so there, so that time was absolutely needed. Um, but then it, as I started to kind of wake back up, I was like, all right, well, God, what are we doing? Like, all right, you know, you want me to be here for the women, bring me the women. And they were like crickets. <laughs> oh, wow. And so, yeah. uh, in September of 2021, I met with my coach again and we did a lot of deep work again. And she said, Crystal, you are not telling me something. She said, there's something that is sitting right there on the other side, like right wow. there on the other side of your lips. She's like, and you won't tell me what it is. She's, and again, this is how, how phenomenal the relationship is that I have with this woman. And she's like, what is it that you really want to do? She said, what are you afraid to say out loud? Mm. And I was just like, oh, I was like, woman, I don't even want to talk to you right now, but yeah, I have to right. because we're in the same room together. <laughs> and I told her, I said, I, I want to teach and I want to preach and I want to speak. Mm. And she was like, there you go. That's it. And I was like, um, God, you can't call me into ministry of any sort. Don't you know who I am and what I've done in my life and how, I mean, just all the things, right? And it was very funny because I, um, I kind of just heard this chuckle, like, yeah, I know exactly who you are. That's why I'm going to use you. <laughs> mm, that is so interesting. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So then, so here, here you are, you, you know, you're, you need to decompress. The coaching clients are coming. I do want to ask you the practical part of this, because I do realize that if somebody was on a, if they were single mom, they wouldn't be able to just be like, I'm done with my job. Right. So right. you had your husband to fall back onto. However, when you're double income, that's a, still a lot to lose the other income. So how did you guys manage that? Like, was that challenging? Were you kind of freaking out? Were you like, man, we're really gonna have to change our lifestyle. Like, how did that show up? Because I feel like I need to ask that question because people who are in this position, they're probably experiencing like, how is that even gonna work? How's that gonna look? And like to have that luxury to be like, well, let's see if we get clients or let me go into ministry and who knows if I'll make money, right? So I would love for you to walk through 
that, especially because your husband was hesitant, um, you know, from the get go, uh, like how did all of that kind of work itself out? You know, this is, this is a beautiful question. And, and I'm really excited to share about this because, so yes, um, so yes, my husband definitely, um, working has an income. However, my income was double what his is. So you're in the main breadwinner. So I was the breadwinner. Oh, no wonder he was hesitant. Okay. So this is even better. Okay. (laughs) This is even better because, because, you know, like if you were just doing this little side thing and you're like, okay, you know, that sucks because we won't be able to have those little extras, you know, that still makes a difference. But I know that there's women out there that, that are making a good amount of money or making more money than their husband. And they have all this pressure on them. And they're like, how can I stop when I make either the same amount or more? So, okay. So I love this because that's, I want women to hear this so that they can see themselves in this. So uh, go ahead. Absolutely. So yes, it was a big, um, it was a big adjustment. I will say that. So we had to really take a look at, okay, what are our expenses? You know, are there things that we, you know, are there frivolous things that we can cut out? And of course there were, you know, there's a, there's always stuff. If you actually look, there's Mm -hmm. almost always something that you don't really need that you don't have to spend that money on. Right. So there was some of that, but then there were, there were things where ideas would come you know, an idea Mm. for this and money would come in from it. Um, Like you mean like an idea to uh, try to sell something or an idea to sell something? Listen, Mm. I've made, um, I've made a good chunk of money off of eBay of Mm. all places. And I would have never, I would have never thought of Mm. doing that um, at all. All kinds of things. Oh, just random Um, things. Yeah. Random things. Um, Car parts. I mean, you name it, wow. I've sold it. Okay. Yeah, cool. no, yeah. As there's a, a whole thing. Like I should probably write an eBay book, but um, but money came from there. Okay. Um, money showed up in different places where wow. I mean, just unexpected. Sure. You know, things that we weren't that we didn't know were coming to us. Mm-hmm. Money showed up, um, and so this this past year and a half has been an enormous lesson and in learning how to trust. Um, I, I am absolutely a woman of great faith, of strong faith. Um, I haven't always been. And I thought that I had a really good relationship with God when I left my job. Mm. Um, it's nothing compared to what it has become wow. during this season of really learning to listen and to be obedient and to trust. I want so to that, I mean, yeah, yeah like that, that's, that's how yeah. we have, like, we still have a house and yeah. we still have our cars and it's, there have been ups and downs. I will be fully transparent and mm-hmm. say there have been times when I have sat on the floor and been like, well, God, I guess I'm going back to work and have mm. again, had the overwhelming impression of, uh, no, ma'am, I didn't tell you to go get a job. Interesting. Okay. So let's talk about this trust because, you know, things take time, right? You, I mean, you took two months or whatnot to decompress. And then, um, in this time while you're waiting, 
and you kind of are panicking, right? Like you're like, I got to go get a job. But then somehow you got this feeling that you're not supposed to get a job, right? Is that what you're talking about? Kind of? Yes. Okay. And then in this time of trusting, if somebody's in this, like right now in this walk of life of just trusting and they're just kind of like, can we just hurry this along? Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of me. Like I'm kind of like that. And and it's like, okay, how long do you want me to wait? Can we do this in a faster process? Like I, I that's just me. Like I just, can we get to the, I just need to see, can you just show me the whole forest? I need to yes. know. <laughs> and um, a friend of mine said to me the other day, it's kind of like you're going through the forest and God's leading you through and it's super dark and you're, it's like you're going through a haunted house and you're like behind somebody because you're like, I can't look. I'm like, this is like, I don't, I don't want anything jumping out at me. And your face is almost pressed against their back. It's like, you kind of want it to be all lit up, but sometimes you're kind of like, okay, we're just going to go through this and you want it to be fast. So for those that feel like, okay, I don't know when I'm going to know what's going to happen and uh, don't know what that's going to look like. What do you want to tell those women that are feeling that, like what you experienced of like, how long did you wait? Like when you really figured out like, okay, you want to do this ministry and then this time frame that you're kind of like trying to get a job because you're panicking, right? Like how long did that look like that you were in that process of learning how to trust? Oh, I'm still in that process. Mm. And, and that, that is one of, one of the things that I have absolutely been mm. learning is that we don't ever really truly arrive. Mm. It is a daily process. It is a daily leaning in, a daily trusting, a daily surrendering. And I, I have been so fortunate and so blessed to have women placed in my life who have come right at the right moment to give me the word of encouragement or to give me um, uh, just to support me on this journey. And I had one very dear friend who I am working with on some, a few different things right now. And in the beginning of all this, she said, Crystal, I'm going to, I'm going to give you something to uh, essentially like a, a mantra to repeat to yourself because I have a hard time, um, getting stuck inside my head, right? I get stuck up there and I ask a bazillion questions. And then I feel like I need to go find all of the answers. And basically that's just a tactic for me to sure to not cope. do anything. Yeah. It's a coping <laughs> yeah. mechanism and yeah. a beautiful way to procrastinate on yeah. taking action. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so she said, Crystal, here's what I want you to say. I don't know, but I know the one who does. Mm, I love that. And yeah. so that has kind of been something that at times, at different periods, I have clung to when I have just been in the space of, God, I don't even understand how you're going to make this work. You know, like this doesn't make any sense at all. How is this going to work? And it has been that reminder to say, Crystal, you don't really want to know the how. Mm. Just trust that it's going to happen. <laughs> I love that. So what was the, what was the quote again? As I don't know, but I know who does. Is that was the main? I don't just, know, okay. but I know the one who oh, does. Oh, the one who does. I love that. Okay. And it is just trusting, you know, it is really just trusting that God has your best interest and he knows what is best for you. And that's what he wants for you. And if you allow him, you know, if you, if you release the, for me, it was the grip of having to control everything, 
you know, like I needed to be in control so that I could make happen what I wanted to make happen. And again, that has been this period through this last year and a half of him slowly and gently peeling my fingers back, you know, so that I can open my hands up and, and let it go. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So this actually turned into a different kind of episode that I thought, but I think this is really good. Um, you know, we had kind of thought out like what we were going to talk about. I think this kind of goes along with what you're saying. I think this conversation was actually meant to happen. And, um, so that the people who are in these like journey right now can know that they're not alone. Uh, cause like you said, you have a lot of women that are surrounding you. You have your coach, not everyone has that, that that's such a blessing. And so, um, just to hear this conversation might be the one conversation that someone needs to hear as their support. So with that in mind, um, we're almost at the end of the show. So I do want, I would love for you to add in anything that you want to like add. Um, but I just kind of want to kind of close this up in this part that like, I know that you're saying you're still on the journey, but from the time that you knew that you are, you were going to go into ministry to when did that actually start? Like from that time in September to when you actually started making, you know, taking steps in that direction versus being in shock that that's the direction you were supposed to go into? Uh, well, because, because it was my coach that I was there with and made that, you know, audible revelation, um, at the time she was like, all right, Crystal, then what are we going to do? And we actually spent the rest of our time together mapping out what that could look like as a start. And at the time I had been doing, um, a lot of live video, um, on Facebook and I had been doing a lot of, a lot of videos and stuff to help people again, you know, with their limiting beliefs and all of that kind of stuff. And, and so that was just this natural thing. It was well, um, and I had actually a week before she and I sat down, I, um, started reading through the book of Ephesians. And I was like, well, you know, I really want to read more in the word. I really want to, you know, really dig in more. I was like, where do I start? Well, Ephesians seemed like a really good place for me to start. And so that I told her, I said, well, I just started reading this. She was like, good, go through it, you know, pick it apart, do what you do and then share it which is exactly what I did. I took the book of Ephesians and I broke it down chapter by chapter and I did a video series. So one chapter at a time and we went through the chapter and talked about it and all those things. And then I turned that into a book. And so I published a book. It was um, called A Walk Through the Word, Unpacking and Applying the Book of Ephesians. I so, love that. Yeah, that is so great. That, it, yeah. that is how it has. Con- and then and then everything turned into a podcast. And I was like, oh, great. We're going to do a daily podcast. And that is a whole different rodeo experience. Yes. Yeah. yeah, especially <laughs> daily, girl. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. That is awesome. I I could honestly could keep talking to you. Um, you know, maybe we need to have you come back on and, and we can dive deeper. Um, but is there anything else as we close um, that you want the listeners to know? Um, or if you wanted to give them a little bit, um, I don't know, like suggestions or advice or encouragement? Absolutely. And Amber, I know that you will back me up on this 100%. Mm-hmm. 
friends just keep going. Um, it is literally one mm-hmm. step after the next, even if yeah. it is just a teeny tiny small step. Friends, small steps are still progress. Yes. Yep. Small steps are still progress. So just like, don't quit. Don't give up. You deserve more than that. You were created for more than that. Don't quit on you. I love that. Okay, Crystal, where can people find you? Um, I'll make sure I put them in the show notes. But if you want to share again, your podcast or anything else that uh, you think that would be great for women to check out. The best place is just to go to my website, which is www.crystalfry.com. Um, all the things are there. So you can connect with me on the various social media platforms. You can connect to the podcast. You can look at all of the things. Everything's there. It's your one-stop shop. Awesome. Well, Crystal, it was so great talking with you. I could keep going, obviously, um, we, but we need to wrap it up. And um, it was so great to just hear your story. And I, I know that it's going to encourage and inspire other women um, to kind of just take a look at what are they doing if they feel that tug, that pull, that the Lord might be leading them somewhere, but they're too afraid. So I appreciate you sharing um, your journey and coming on the show today. It's been my absolute pleasure, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more on how to work with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. See you there. 